All right, guys, before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface, a huge part of game day and preparation for the Los Angeles Chargers as the official laptop and sideline technology provider for your LA Chargers. Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Microsoft Surface Pro 7, your endlessly adaptable partner now with faster processing and more connections, plus all-day battery life. The 12.3-inch touchscreen 2-in-1 laptop, ultralight and versatile. Check it out on their site, surface.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface. Chargers win 34-28 against the New York Jets alongside Haley Elwood. And Haley, this was... I think less about the win, being a team that's now 0-10, and more about the future of this franchise with Justin Herbert under center, throwing to Keenan Allen for the next several years. That combination was on fire today. It gets you excited as a Chargers fan. It was absolutely on fire and from start to finish. And I think one of the things that we've talked about specifically on this podcast the last couple of weeks has been in the second halves of games where's Keenan Allen or get, or get Keenan Allen more involved because it's always seemed like week after week after week, defenses have really had no answer for him. And we saw that again right. today and the records that he set today, what he has continued to do week after week, we know what he thinks of himself in regards to stacking up against other receivers in this league, but there's no doubt he is one of the elite receivers in the NFL for sure. We're coming to you from SoFi Stadium. Of course, masks are required. We're doing this post-game right after the game. And I keep going down this list of achievements for Herbert. It's, it's like a dictionary, right? Yeah. Today, yep. three touchdowns, uh, the fifth time this season, the most ever by a rookie in NFL history, 366 yards. He had 277, I believe, at halftime. Yeah. Just, just remarkable. And we, we talk about the connection with – Keenan Allen, but again, T. Billy with a with a long reception today. Mike Williams, uh, a 39-yard touchdown. Hunter Henry, a two-yard touchdown. He was getting everybody involved. People, man, we talked about that too. Where was that over the, you know, at least the last game? And, and we saw that 54-yard connection with Tyron Johnson. Six plays later, it obviously turns into a touchdown. So you capitalize on that. Herbert said one really interesting thing I thought of after the game where someone talked about, look, week after week, you're setting records. You have the ability to literally cement yourself into rookie records towards the end of the season. Like, do you think about that? And he said, no, he, he tries not to look at goals or big picture stats. It's all about winning and taking each week, each game week by week. Cause that's, what's most important at the end of the day, winning on the field. So not only do you have a guy who is purely capable at the quarterback position more that's so right. obviously, but someone who is, is so grounded and humble and just, puts the team essentially above himself. And, and I think, I just thought that was a really cool thing that he said as to look, you know, we're all in this together. We're going to win together. We're going to do all this together. And, and that's, what's most important. Haley, it did not start promising the oh second boy. straight game with a block punt on the opening possession jet score right away. And you're like, Oh no, is this deja vu against yeah. uh, an AFC East team back-to-back weeks? Then you have the Keenan Allen fumble at the one yard line. And you're thinking to yourself, there's no way that, that this can happen. And finally, the Chargers get back into it. And those two mistakes at the beginning mm-hmm. seem like just a, a distant memory when, when you see what they did, especially in that second quarter. Yeah, it absolutely does. And I'm just kind of going through my notes here right now because Coach Lynn had kind of talked about this at during his postgame presser where he said that 
anytime you can bounce back from severe adversity, which they weren't able to do last week, he said it, it can cre- create a little momentum. And, and it did just that today where we thought we looked at each other in that first quarter and just went, oh, no. And, and the press box and everything, it sort of just took a different tone. And then when Tavon Campbell had that pick six, it was like, oh, okay, here we go. You know, essentially negated that that Keenan fumble right there. And I thought that that was an interesting point because what didn't seem to build last week built today. And they were able to to keep it going. Obviously, it got a little close there in the second half. And, and I mean, we can talk about that. But, you know, Coach did say, look, there's obviously improvement that still needs to be made. But ultimately, they were able to overcome it, keep it going, and then come out on top. And I said this at the top, this is an 0-9, 0-10 football team. Yeah. This is a team that the Chargers should expect to beat every single time they go out on the field. So it's not like you're like, okay, this was this huge win. This is a game you're supposed to win if you're a team as talented as the Chargers, even without the the guys that are on the field right now that are injured. Uh, but it's it's good to feel that that feeling of winning again. Yeah, uh, They haven't had that in, in a few weeks. And, you know, maybe this could be the start of trying mm-hmm. to get on a little bit of run here as we get to Buffalo next week. Yeah. And I think, you know, the other thing that coach said was, look, it's the National Football League. At the end of the day, you kind of throw records out the window because there are 32 teams in this league that are all here for a reason. The Jets obviously are winless, but it doesn't mean that you sort of just let them roll over and you coast over this one. I think getting the win as Herbert, as Keenan, as everyone has basically said today, it really was all they were focused on was just getting that one, getting over that hump getting that one and hopefully like to your point, kind of stringing a couple more together here. It's a good time of possession. Chargers dominated 36 and a half minutes with the football. They were nine to 15 on third down 376 total yards of offense. And honestly, the running game, they didn't really get anything from the running game uh, for large stretches of this game. I mean, Kellen Balazs had 44 yards, um, you know, Ty Long really messed with the numbers with that negative uh, 28-yard rush at the end of the <laughs> game. But you know what, though, Haley, that was the right play. Built the clock. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the rushing yard suffered, but, you know, the Chargers only had one second on the clock and able to win the game. Yeah. Ultimately, hey, you come out on top. It was the right call at the end of the day. And I think, you know, I, I know that this team, this is a team that really enjoys balance. It enjoys having that balance on offense. But at this point, so much was working through the air today, specifically with Keenan Allen, that it was like, just keep it going, you know? And and Herbert called Keenan as good as it gets. Keenan said he didn't think that his 16 reception day would come today, but it ultimately did. But ultimately, they just, you know, they were able to at least capitalize on a good thing and keep that good thing going and rolling through the game. I just talked to Popper about this. It, it, Haley, if I had told you that Keenan Allen would have the best season of his career the year after Phillip Rivers leaves, yeah. like what would you what would you say? It's so wild. It's so wild. And and I said this, I think, on the last time that you and I recorded this podcast, but he is someone he joined the Chargers a year before I joined the team. So I've seen a lot of his evolution throughout these years and, and a lot of the adversity that he's faced too. I mean, this is a guy, look, he tied the record today as I queue it up for um, being the fastest player to reach 600 career receptions in just 96 games, tying Antonio Brown. Think Crazy. about the games that he's lost, the games that he lost to injury. He would have accomplished that way quicker ultimately if, if he hadn't been injured and, and faced those games, but 
I just remember him telling me a couple of years ago, and I said this again last week, but just we have to say it again because he's so good week after week. And he just said, give me 16 games, like give me health, give me 16 games. And I will prove to you that I am one of the best in this league. And it is so clear that that's what's happening. And he talked about when, you know, that touchdown that he had with Justin Herbert where the two of them lock eyes and he goes, we lock eyes and we just get it. And it is pretty remarkable to only have one guy that you've known as your quarterback for, you know, the bulk of your career. And then this new guy comes in, but, but what they have going right now is extremely special. We know Keenan signed his contract extension earlier this year. So, you know, that, that, that combo is going to be lethal for years to come. That's why Chargers fans should be so excited, regardless yeah. of what happens this year. Obviously, the, the season got out of hand uh, yeah. early for this team. So you, you got to win it today against the Jets. It's less about the win. I'm telling you, it, it's more mm-hmm. about seeing what this team can become with Justin and Keenan. And I look at Keenan's number 16, 145 and a touchdown, 19 targets. Haley, yeah. and that 145, that 37-yard pass interference, that doesn't count yeah. towards – this yardage total so there should be like a separate category yeah it's like all right these are the these are the things that don't show up in the stat sheet that keenan allen does that i mean again 16 145 and one doesn't include the pass interference and what does it say about a 22 year old quarterback in justin herbert being able to develop that chemistry with keenan so early while mm-hmm. also again elevating the play of others he, he does it every single week he does it every single week. And, and I think that is such a credit to him. And I think also the really great thing about Justin, what we saw from Justin today was the the normal sort of performances we're used to seeing from him this season. We've been so spoiled. Like I mentioned last week that when he does have a game, like he did last week against Miami, you're like, Oh, like bummer, man. But he, he was able to, to compartmentalize, turn it around, have a good week. And, and as coach Lynn said, it's exactly what they were expected from him knowing just who the, you know, who he is both as a person and a player. And I just give so much credit to him too. Like you said, to elevate the play of guys around him, seasoned veterans, even someone like Keenan Allen around him. And then to bring some of those young guys up too, undrafted guys. I mean, what he's doing is really, really incredible. Again, they drafted him six overall for a reason. And he has proved to be every single bit of that guy that, that they saw in him at Oregon, what they envisioned that he could be at this level, and he's doing it right now. It's it's hard to argue that he may be having the best rookie season by a quarterback in league history yeah. if, he, if he continues on this trajectory. And I, I hate to see you know the fellow quarterbacks around him who were drafted today, Joe Burrow, just with a oh. awful, awful injury, and we hope a speedy recovery from him. He's going to be a really good player for a long yeah. time in this league. Uh, Tua was benched today for performance issues in Denver. The Broncos beat the Dolphins, but it sounds like Tua is going to get right back uh, at it next week. He'll have the starting job again. But again, I look back and it's like, okay, the Chargers, when you have a 22-year-old franchise quarterback, um, you are going to be in good shape for a long time. And now it's all about trying to figure out how to close this season on a strong note, Haley. We mentioned the mistakes at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Then at the end of the game, letting a team like the Jets get back into it and making it yet another one possession game. You got to figure out a way to close these games, close these teams out that you're supposed to close out. Yeah. And coach said, look, it all comes down to just execution and winning one-on-ones and doing things like that. As he said, as I said, he said, you know, they knew that the Jets weren't just going to roll over. They obviously made plays. He wasn't super stoked about, you know, the fact that 
they didn't put the game away early enough when they had the opportunity to, but ultimately they did come out on top. So look, you get a game that, yes, it comes down to one score, but you're on the winning side of it this time, which is great. But, you know, like to your point, you sort of figure out, you build on that. Guys like Chris Harris were activated this week. He's obviously still on injured reserve, but he's in that 21 day window to now be activated to the active roster or ultimately, you know, back on the active roster so it's kind of like what I said last week. This is your time where you get some guys back. We've seen the videos of Austin Eckler working out. Don't know what's happening there, but he's been teasing an eventual appearance again. And, and I think you sort of figure out what this team is with some of the guys who they picked up this offseason, some of the young guys on this team, with the quarterback who you now know is going to be taking the reins and doesn't have to start fresh next season because he's getting this experience right now. In a passer rating of 116.5 today, and normally you would think, okay, 49 attempts, that's too much, right? Mm-hmm. That's too much for a rookie quarterback. We don't want to have our rookie quarterback throw nearly 50 times. But with this guy, that's exactly what you want. You want him – it's like, what is it? Let Russ cook. Let Herb cook. Yeah, just let let him Justin do it. cook. That, that's what he did today. And I think the Chargers knew – that he was in a groove. That's why you only had, you know, 26 attempts. I mentioned one of them you throw out the window is, is a tie long attempt. And, you know, Balazs was the leading rusher with 16 attempts for 44 yards, just 2.8 a carry. So the running game, it wasn't really working, but it didn't have to work because yep. the, the game plan was to let your rookie quarterback do his thing. And that's what he did. It's totally what he did. It's a hundred percent what he did. And it, it worked. It worked. And it worked against this defense. Like we do know that the jets were, especially in their secondary were they're going through a transition. I guess we'll leave it at that. Getting rid of some old players. They're extremely young out there, which Keenan even brought up too with the um, in his post game presser. But but ultimately, yeah, it's it's what he's he's kind of known to do now. What he does really really well. And and like I said earlier, if it's working, go for it, continue it. And that was clearly the case today. And yeah, it got a little dicey there towards the end. But but ultimately, they did they did enough to to get through it. Today, you celebrate a win, but you realize that the win came against a team that 100% you should have beaten. Yeah. That's what you did, but it got a little too close at the end. And again, the the theme for me, Haley, I'll let you close it out with any final thoughts you have. But theme for me is Chargers have the quarterback, and it's Mm -hmm. fun to see him play each and every week. Now they have to figure out some of the things around him. Um, Yeah. You know, execution, penalties, um, big plays defensively. Things need to be tightened up around Justin uh, so this team can win on a consistent basis each week. And I think that's ultimately what you need to do looking forward. Obviously, like you said, this season got away from them and got away from them pretty early on, especially with the divisional games too that, that they lost. But like I said, you get some guys back, you sort of figure out the plan. And I think like kind of what I said earlier, the best possible thing is that they didn't anticipate Herbert starting this year. You know, obviously Tyrod was the starter and then what happened to him was extremely, extremely unfortunate. But in a way, the fact that Herbert is getting this experience now sets you up so much better for next year, knowing that he's got the job, he's the guy, and he's had this experience under his belt. You build around him, you get some pieces back, like I said, you know, maybe towards the end of this year and you sort of figure out the identity of this team a little bit more. But the future is so, so bright. We talk about this every week. The future is so bright and really, really lucky when you're a franchise that goes from 
one superstar quarterback. Well, let's even throw two in there, Drew Brees right before him. But to go from Drew Brees to Phillip Rivers to now Justin Herbert, who was lighting it up week after week, winning Pepsi Zero Sugar Awards. <laughs> Shout out I, Jeff I, Miller. I, jo- I joked to you. I, I said, the, you know, the TikTok like cranberry juice guy, the yeah. ocean spray guy? <laughs> like they should be on the skateboard. They, they should give Justin like a truckload of Zero Sugar yep. Pepsi. And just let him be the spokesperson for the rest of his career. He deserves it. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I'm going to go crack one open right now. Yeah, absolutely. So the only other takeaway is my mask is too big. I learned that earlier today. I got too big of a mask. Yeah. Coordinated with I'm, the jacket, but it keeps falling down. I'm doubling up today because we're in the purple tier here now in, in California. So better to be a, better be safe than sorry kids out there. So we're, your yeah. mask and so hopefully we can... you, you guys hear us just fine through these masks yes. this is something that you know it's getting worse out here in southern california so these things are required um but as we wrap up here just we're thankful for you guys man happy thanksgiving to all the chargers fans out there uh we're, we're going to continue uh with a lot of good podcasts this week playmakers who you got on playmakers this week ellie kaylee campen we got a thanksgiving football is family edition the daughter of james james campen she also works for nfl Films, so we talked a little bit just about her growing up and, and what it's like being the daughter of a coach and i actually really enjoyed the conversation i spoke with her last week and i've never really spoken to a child of someone who's coaching i've talked to a lot of significant others obviously but but to have that dynamic was pretty cool and then her job at NFL Films is also really neat. She's traveling the road every week doing talent relations for like the epic show, The Grind. And she talked about just sort of how it's funny that she and her dad are kind of on like parallel paths right now where they're both just that's cool hitting, hitting the field every Sunday. That's awesome. Be on the lookout for that on Wednesday. And then we'll preview Bills Chargers in Buffalo. Going to be a tough one for, for the Bolts. Uh, Josh yeah. Allen and company playing really good football right now. So it's kind of strange. You see four AFC East opponents in a row for the Chargers because in a couple of weeks we'll be back here at SoFi Stadium for the Patriots mm-hmm. against the Chargers. But today, November 22nd, Chargers win 34-28. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Hayre. This has been the final drive presented by Microsoft Service.